A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ahoy, Dragos! Eden here. Exciting news. The Dragon Friends are very happy to announce that we will be involved in an international podcasting event. That's right. The Wizards of the Coast has created the Podcasts of Waterdeep, a series of 10 podcasts by 10 different groups of nerds just like us telling one continuous story set in and around the city of Waterdeep. We'll be doing episode 2 featuring special guests Matt Young from Hello from the Magic Tavern and Mazmataz from Hell's Bells. The story starts September 10, so search for the official Dungeon Delve podcast on iTunes or wherever you podcast from to find our episode and check out some of the other great D&D creators involved. But what of the fate of Bobby Pancakes, you ask? Find out right now on this episode of Dragon Friends. Right now. Right now. Now. The episode's starting now. Bobby Pancakes, he who rules sin in the city of Waterdeep, savior of um, Daggerford, hero of the lost folk of Ravenloft, uh, master bicycle riding cool dude in the cyber Tokyo future lands of 2075, an all right guy with an immovable rod is dead. Now the question is, can I comment on everything as a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the canon on that is you're not allowed to, because I tried to, in like one of the times in Freezer was dead, and Ben yelled at me. So I, I think the show would be better if you could, but... <laughs> I just tried to talk into my cappy. <laughs> you're still talking into your cappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's right. So, Bobby, you stabbed yourself with the dagger, and you are now lying dead on so, the ground. I'm not going to give you death saves because the aim was strong and true. Should, wait, shouldn't he have? To, shouldn't Bobby? I mean, I know you've already ripped up the character sheet and we've moved on, but shouldn't Bobby have to, like, roll to see if he hit himself? No, that's no, no. Okay, you didn't. In an accidental, like, in a combated death, you would get death saves, but you tried to kill yourself, and that is something that you are able to do. So, congrats. I guess. <laughs> and Filch, you, Filch you, you're up. You want to you, you stab? Just, you just finished a very chewy taffy. Oh. <laughs> Bobby? Ha ha ha. Funny prank, everyone. You got me. Frieza, you can hear um, Filch's voice from the other side of the bar. Oh, that means gates. I can yell back. You can. In fact, there's a little um, metal grill you can slide open if you want. Phil's, what happened? Oh, uh, uh, Bobby did the stab, so can you put Bobby on? <laughs> Do you remember in the first episode of Dragon Friends when we drew short straws to see who would have to tell Filge that Katie was dead? Yeah. The thing is... There's no one to draw straws with. <laughs> so now we have to watch... So who's, who am I here with? 
Just you and Frieza for now. No, it's you and the archivist. Is the archivist still there? Uh, yeah, the archivist is um, like, oh, okay, well, that didn't work for him. He's actually making he's making notes. He's lost in yeah. his own world. So wait, do we, does, do I, do, does Frieza know why it worked for Frieza and didn't work for no, Bobby? you don't. I don't. It was the same dagger. Same dagger. He said, fuck us like a ding dong, which was the magic words. Yes, or, he said... Or, or potentially they weren't. <laughs> so now I'm me try with new magic words? <laughs> I don't know. What would you? Th- what are your magic words? Hello! <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Suddenly you feel a rumble in the flagstones that you're standing on. As I said, there's only about five feet before they fall away into literal nothingness. The entire air around you seems to shimmer and you feel a great whoosh of energy coming towards you as if from a distance. Frizo. Uh, okay. Do, can I can I see anything? Can I see anything approaching? Yeah, you can see a shimmer in the phlogiston that seems to be. There's a moment where it seems to be about to break and surf. Uh, I do want to kind of check real quick. What's you do? Uh, fourteen. Any plus fingerprints on that ship? <laughs> you know what? It appears to be magical in origin. <laughs> I rolled a nineteen. Yep, it's magical. That's that's what an arcana check does. Is, is the door magical? Uh, the door is magical, but you can tell actually with your nineteen. That on this side you can manipulate the door. Your the magic breaks from this side. Oh, I open the door then. The doors swing open. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and you see Bobby's lifeless corpse. What? Should we have tried to open the door? You idiot! And at that moment, the shimmer becomes a rumble, and the rumble becomes a clanging, and then parting majestically, the surf of the phlogiston opens, and you see from the heavens themselves transported, flying on fire itself, a triple-masted ship that even with your memories gone, some glimmer of memory reminds you, is Hyperion Max's own flagship, the Flying Dutchman. But memory is not necessary for standing at the nose of that ship. You can see, waving a sword, holding the rigging, is a figure in a powerful red coat and cape, his black hair swaying majestically in the breeze, and as the ship banks powerfully in the ether, down hops one Baston Indrirovich. Uh-huh. Best. best I'm the best on a flying ship no less as I knew you would be missing me I'm back without request I was gone I've returned with my first mate John Starburns those my enemies were vicious now they're sleeping with the fishes woke up on the bluffs of chance bright red coat tight new pants Hyper Eon Max, the one for whom we quest. Hop on the flying Dutchman. Yes, I am the captain. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. Foe by foe. One by one, I fly kicked most everyone. Don't deny to me that you're not unimpressed. <laughs> you thought that I'd forget you passed on to the rescue. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I am the best. <laughs>
Aiden! Welcome back to Dragon Breath, Aiden Lacey. Baston throws at the end of that incredibly choreographed number, um, in which it seems that Baston has convinced six to eight dancing sailors to participate in. He throws an incredibly, ridiculously ostentatious feathered hat in the air and then jumps daintily down onto the flagstones of the House Eternal and catches the hat at the peak of the song while the dying fl Flying Dutchman fires powder out of every cannon simultaneously. And at that moment notices the dead body of Bobby Pancakes. <laughs> so many emotions. What? What the fuck? <laughs> What, what, okay, what, I've obviously missed something here. <laughs> I have something. Hello, hello friends. Do you have a sad song? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have clearly misread the room. <laughs> do you reckon we can do I'm the best in a minor key? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, this is my ship. As you can see, I put a little exposition in the song, so you should be all caught up on where <laughs> I've been. A figure, you notice a figure with incredibly long, sharp uh, sideburns and a sort of rakish hat in a, in a very dark brown coat. Um, says, it's not your ship. This is my first mate, Johnny Starburns. I let him, I give him a little leeway. I'm not your first mate. I, I, we've talked about this before. And I'm the captain. Okay. This ship belongs to Hyperion Max until he, at such time, returns. And As when he returns, I'll fight him for it. <laughs> That's not what the agreement was, but, uh, well, welcome. See your friends in a bad way. Speaking of people in a bad way, do you know what happened to Hyperion Max? I don't think we really have time to discuss this, and then the archivist is like, hey, that's Hyperion Max's ship. Uh, yeah. And Johnny Starburn, uh, at that point, pulls a device out of his pocket and um, throws it at the ground and snow turns to ice and ice turns into a wall that traps the rest of the House Eternal behind the two of you, behind Bobby's corpse. Cool. All right. Well, we... Filge? Filge? It Filge. doesn't look very strong. It doesn't look like it's going to last for very Filge, long. Filge, remember when Katie was real sick and you carried her around It doesn't ages? look like it's going to last for very long. That's Go. what we need to do with Bobby. You need to grab Bobby's corpse. Let's get on the ship. We need that. a leaf! <laughs> All right, we'll get. Get me a leaf. Uh, all right, yeah. uh, put this put put this hat on him. It's like a leaf, a felt leaf, <laughs> a big red felt leaf. All right. Okay. Wait, are uh, you gonna weaken a Bernie's me <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the season? <laughs> <laughs> um, Filge bends down and, and scoops him up. The, he seems pathetically light in your hands as you pick up the oh, broken body. Slack. He's been working out. Of. <laughs> Don't speak ill of, of the dead. Bobby pancakes <laughs> uh, lying in a small congealing puddle of blood, you pick him up, the dagger left uselessly on the ground as you cradle him to your breast and you make your way onto the ship where you see um, a number of stalwart sailors. One um, who is standing a little ahead of them with a shiny rapier, a lizard, lizard man with a sort of powerful um, snout and it has to be said, more impressive trousers than the first mate that you saw before, but not as good as Baston's. Um, quick dragon, dragon huddle. I Come on, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I. I. I don't know if we're ever gonna be able to hang out with Bobby again. What but, do you mean? Well, 
he's 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 real he's not in a good way. But if if somehow, and I don't know how it works, but if we can find some powerful magic to bring Bobby back somehow, I think we shouldn't tell him that I could have just opened the door because <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that if I was him, I'd be mad at me if I knew that. And there's, there seems like a lot of tension anyway, so we'll just forget that that... While you guys are talking, uh, Johnny Starburst, first mate of Hyperion Max, um, and is quickly talking to Baston Andrerovich. Uh, cast off uh, anchor, ship shape, Robster Starburst. Okay, Robster do, Starburst. He, uh, do none of that. <laughs> Most <laughs> of those aren't things. Look, we had a deal. Right. Because of your relationship with Hyperion Max, we agreed to help you find your friends, and now we'll be on our way, and you'll be on yours. Right. Uh, and we'll hop off the ship then, because it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, why don't you go say hi to your friends? Look, and I am a reasonable and fair man. You're neither of those Shotgun! things. Shotgun! <laughs> Me want to drive. You don't drive a ship. Me want to drive the boat. You don't. It's not a boat. <laughs> uh, uh, this way, Filch. I'll let you look at my wheel. Uh, and Baston takes you through the crew who are Ooh. sort of confused. Um, ba- Filch still carrying the body of Bobby Pancakes. And you can see the ship's wheel. And embedded, pulsing in the center of the wheel is a shard that you now recognize as a planar shard. This is obviously another one of the planes walking. Is there a prettier vessels. one then? Sorry? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh. If it's a um if yeah. it's a planar shard, is there not a um a prettier one then? The Flying Dutchman is another of the nine uh, planar vessels but controlled by the nine planeswalkers that make up the Council of Nine in the nine known worlds. Hyperion Max's fleet um, ship, this one from the Bluffs of Chance, and the first mate, Hyperion Max's first mate, Johnny. Starburst, who has travelled with him on many of an adventure and seems to owe something even to you. Remember when we were coming up with this more like Johnny, St- not Johnny Starburst, but something like Johnny Starburst. Yeah. We'll, we'll just come back to that, and then it's Johnny Starburst. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's how Star- we ended Starburst up on Hyperion Max. Burst. Starburst or Starburns? Starburst. Starburst. Sorry. We made it Starburst. A weird spin-off we for that character from Community, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Baston, yes. what 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 been happening? Uh. I'm a captain now. Okay, I, I don't want to. He's not. So, Shh, captain speaking. So <laughs> captain to captain. Yeah, she puts her. She like clamps her her fingers over his lips. So we were at the. We were in the. There were those demons, and I flew through, and then I woke up in the bluffs of chance, and there were these guys with the ship, and they loved me. They were just like, "Oh, we love you. Come be our captain." And I said, "No, I couldn't possibly." Okay, and then, then they were looking at my. Uh, I used my crystal bracer to find you. Uh, oh, nice. And you can see it's actually, for the first time, it's been, it's, it's sort of glowing dully. Yeah. Using incredible science you wouldn't understand. Uh, and the, ca- the, the first Starburst is like, like, obviously trying to correct things. Yeah. Uh, so we knew you were here. So I, uh, I guided them through. There was a lot of uh, bad, like, I killed a dragon. Have you got your memories back? Uh, not since, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Wait. I guess you wouldn't from know. From when? From when we woke up without our memories. Wait, what happened before that? <laughs> <laughs> we were in, we, we, we were in, uh, the last thing I remember 
is setting fire, is, is blowing up the casino. Baston seems a little confused and he stops to confer with his lizard man friend, Jeremy. Uh, uh, hey, Jez. Uh, I mean, Jeremy, sorry. And uh, Jeremy Scaleson, the lizard man, um, yep. we, spent, we spent the interval making you a new character. <laughs> uh, so this is a level six bard that will be played, a lizard folk bard that is now going to be played by Simon. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy, uh, uh, what's he talking about? <laughs> Best on. <laughs> what? You are a man after my own heart. Yes. Ooh, I, I like this voice. Yeah, this is good. I don't know what he's talking about. I've never met this man before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he always does this. Uh, we've known each other for months. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Starburn says, we've known you, all right. We were with you at the fault line. We were with you at the battle of the fault line. And it's only out of respect for what you can't remember that we did you this favor. Now, please, uh, we're reasonable on this ship. Uh, We think that it would be best we could return you to your ship, which is currently impounded by Steyr, help you break it free, and then we'll go our separate ways. Johnny, I think you should be a sport and fill them in on some of the memories that they've lost. Well... I don't know how much you guys know about Hyperion Max, but you... Dead. What? He's dead. That's not true. <laughs> well, many people think he is dead. We got... That's why we're in jail. We murdered him. <laughs> we were told we murdered him. Yeah. No, you see, and he's got these, like... And if and you kill us, you'll never know where we <laughs> buried the body. And jo- Johnny Starburst says, that's a lie, and I can prove it. And <gasps> he pulls his long hair along his sideburns back, and suddenly you can see... Um, in the skin of his cheek, what almost looks like um, some kind of shrapnel, but each piece is a gem. Some of them dull, some of them shining. And he goes, this shrapnel was made when we embedded that planar shard in the ship's wheel. At that moment, every crewmate on the Flying Dutchman represented one shard. And as they've died one by one, these crystals have gone dark. And this one, and he taps a ruby above his eye, is Hyperion Max. And by its glittering, he still lives. Can he feel it when you tap it? Tap, tap, don't, tap. Please, nope, tap, he, tap, please don't. Tap, he can't, he can't uh, feel that. I can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, re- I'd rather you didn't. No, Hyperion Max left. Tap. The- oh, God. <laughs> left us some Bell, time ago. See if you can get it out. <laughs> Just see if you can tap it. Do you like it when friends pick your scabs? <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't know what... No, no. No. Your fingers are bonier than mine. You should do it. Okay. Go on. No, me, tell us what you're going to tell us. <laughs> we fought uh, some months ago at the fault line. Uh, the time worm. So he goes on to tell you. Uh, <laughs> and um, yep. that's I'm very tired. Hyperion... <laughs> Hyperion Max, um, when the dra- for, the, for a few months after the Dragon Friends had arrived, you had travelled with the Heart of Glass alongside the Dutchman, and you had gone on missions in the service of the Council, working with Hyperion Max. One of the most important missions that you had gone on um, is now called the Battle of the Fault Line. It was a crack in the side of the cradle when a stellar dragon was trying to make its way in, and Johnny Starburns goes on to explain that Many members of their crew died. Almost all of the dragon friends were overcome. But in the end, only Bobby, Frizo, and Max were still standing when the dragon was defeated and you were able to close the fault line. And for that heroic deed, your friendship was blooded forever. Right. 
with the Hyperion Max's crew. That's right, and that's why they. Have that's why they're going to help us escape. So you I said that you they were the only ones standing. So wh- wh- where was I? You were all unconscious. Oh, okay. C- can I, uh, Johnny Starburst? Yes. Can I ask? Is 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 the is the is? How do you know to trust the glowing ruby? Is there any way that could have been? Is there a so- type of sorcery that could lie to you through that, or is this how how, how much how much do you believe in the ruby? I believe one hundred percent. I've never steered me wrong before. He can feel it. He can feel it. He can feel so his life you, force as much as I can him? feel. Well, after the fault line, we sort of went our separate ways. Max went one way. The dragon friends went the other. Frizo too left the dragon friends. Went to build some sort of tower in the Deadlands. Wait, the, the way you just. The way you said that, Ben, it looked mm. like you were making that up out of nothing. That's called acting, mate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, uh, which, uh, wait, so there's the Dutchman with the dragon. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> Spirit right. time. So let's, look, why don't we go to our ship? We'll use the, the, the ruby to show them the Hyperion Max is still alive. Yep. Then they can unimpound our ship because they'll know we're not guilty of killing him. Okay. We don't have time for that, says Starburst. Starburst, Scaleson, to Primus. Okay, once again, don't do <laughs> any of those things. <laughs> there's, no, right. there's no time. Um, if Hyperion Max lives, we've wasted too much time already. We're going to scour the Nine Known Worlds and we're going to find him. Now, we're offering you to drop you to your ship where you can try and undock it yourselves. But I wouldn't want to get tied up in the bureaucracy of the Nine. So what's the other option then? We go with you. To find Hyperion Max. If you please, although you'll have to get to work scrubbing latrines and um, punching fish. <laughs> space, space fish? Space fish. We dangle you by a rope, and when you see a good one, you smack it. <laughs> and, and what is this? Are they good eating? Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> so, what do we use the fish for once we punch them? It keeps the blads entertained. <laughs> Is Baston good at it? Oh, he's the best. <laughs> I punch a fish like it were uh, uh, easy, uh, just like it were right in front of. I'm good at punching fish. Okay. What'll it be? Uh, dragon huddle. What should we, should we go? This sounds like a pretty good plan. Uh, do we want our own ship or do we want? I mean, I'm the captain of this ship, so it's fine. Yeah, but I'm the captain of the other ship. Do, so. do we need? Do we need to save our guy though, who's on that ship? Oh. Well, the other thing is that you have to remember, and I don't know again how well you guys know the game Dungeons and Dragons. Right. But <laughs> um, you have Bobby's body. Oh yes. Now, the way re- resurrection magic works is that there are spells and powerful priests and clerics that can bring bodies back to the dead. But once the bodies are too. De- decomposed or to cut apart and scatter to the winds you can't do that you need the intact body we so in some ways time is no longer on your side we could make him zombie so we can't no we should go up into space let's go up into space and dangle bobby out the window for a bit so he freezes <laughs> oh. we could just like trail him along behind us <laughs> and then he'll be all preserved in the cold um, and then you, and then we can take him to um, a, a witch and she'll make him better. But what about space fish? This is your <laughs> This is Jeremy Scaleson again. If you dangle a body outside the ship, a space fish will come and chomp it up. Sure, you'll catch that space fish. <laughs> but then what will you do with it? Eat it? I don't think so. Well, can't Baston punch them away? Uh, yeah, right. You seem weirdly invested in the integrity of Bobby's body, Jeremy so, Scaleson. So, <laughs> well... 
He looked like a good little guy. Jeremy, have you ever preserved a body before? <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I eat bodies. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, you're not allowed near Bobby then. <laughs> yes. But he looks so delectable a morsel. <laughs> I, just, I just feel, look, I just feel like if we, if we put Bobby's, <laughs> Bobby's body out into space and then we've got to put another body out there to get rid of the fish to eat the body. This is really like the old lady who swallowed the flies. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sooner or later, we're all going to be out there punching fish off each other and then who's going to be in here cleaning the latrines, you know? <laughs> So, so I think I think we should go to Primus because there's more likely to be a, a cleric there who can raise Bobby from the dead. That's true. Titania, for example, is a powerful magic user. Yeah. Oh, so and she's a she's a pal. She she likes she likes Bobby. Yeah, she does like Bobby. But the Dutchman, having just helped you in a heist, having just thwarted the archivist, they won't let you a- approach Prime, the capital city of Primus. They will, however, take you as far as your ship, which has been impounded, as you know, by the Steyr fleet in orbit. They will All go right. no further. Okay, let's let's just go to our ship and then we can fly to Primus. Do that. Like I said five minutes ago. <laughs> Scaleson, Starburns, to Primus! <laughs> and the ship makes its way. <laughs> I'm the captain! <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye. And so the Flying Dutchman flies silent under void cover to the outskirts of the Primer fleet in orbit outside Primus. Now, um, Starburst explains to you that your ship as you should know, has been impounded by an auspicer crew working for Steyr. Steyr's ship actually projects a bubble that allows it to take ships with it through the void. This is how the the Primer fleet makes its way between the planes, and your ship is currently slaved to that shard bubble. In order to take it back, you're going to need to make your way to the bridge of the ship and destroy the ore specs that's been installed there. So we need to get onto the main ship. That's correct. And now normally you've travelled, as you guys know, using your braces um, to portal from planes onto your ship back and forward. That won't work while an ore spec is in control of the ship. And that is why, he says, even as the Dutchman glides towards the ship, they are going to need to disembark onto a landing vessel and take you in through the Heart of Glass's main hangar bay. But wait, we go into the, how do we get from the Heart of Glass to the main ship then? So No, no, no. All you need to do is destroy the ore specs on the Heart of Glass. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, let's get onto this transport ship then. And so he uncovers for you a long boat with spaces for about... It's a rowing boat with spaces for about six people on it that has... I have rockets on the back. (laughs) (laughs) It's... That's like a, it's a rocket boat, a space rowboat. Yes. Thank all right. You. So let's get our story straight. We're we're the we're the, we're the new crew to relieve this old crew. All right. Yeah, we're all specs. And we're all uh, Jeremy. You coming with us? Sure. Oh, hang on a second. You you want to take my Jeremy away from me? Yeah, you can have our Bobby. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. We need the we need the we, we need Bobby to take into the to Titania. Also, I don't want a corpse. <laughs> 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 all right, no. we'll we'll owe you a corpse. <laughs> Jeremy, we'll send you one. Jeremy, do you want to go with these people? Jeremy is me. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny is you. But Jeremy, me, is in you as a gem in your head. Yes, and he taps one on his lower jaw. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you know that... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now. And you can see a small green reptilian gem in his jaw. Johnny, you will know that I am alive by the glimmer in your jaw. And I will return to you, my beautiful, beautiful lover. (laughs) You take good care of my Jeremy, or I'll kill you with a 
space sword. All right. Well, I just want you to know that you just met us, and it does look like we we did let one of our friends die. But usually, we're really good about keeping everyone yeah, alive. We'll take care of this one for sure. Yeah. Just a reminder: I did know you before, and you sucked then. <laughs> <laughs> what are you feeding? What What do we need to know about Jeremy? He's t- ask Jeremy. <laughs> but you're his lover. Yeah, what, what's his favourite food? What's it, his favourite food? If you guys like uh, each other so much. <laughs> I look, I, I look at Johnny perfect match? <laughs> and I make a face like, ooh, you better get this right. <laughs> what's Jeremy's favourite food? Yeah, what do we feed him? <laughs> he likes uh, uh, ravioli stuffed with flies. <laughs> he just said he eats bodies. Weren't you listening? <laughs> Fly bodies. I love you, babe. <laughs> and you make Mwah. your way onto this, onto the, this rocket boat. I'm sorry. And <laughs> you sail towards the familiar shape of the heart of glass and you sail for a while as it grows on the horizon and grows until it is at least the size of the Flying Dutchman, that triple mastered ship, and it continues to grow until it is at least the size of Styos' flagship, the final truth. So who'd we? And we'd as never s- you fly towards the heart of glass, it grows until it is as large as the Saturnine, that giant ship that travelled between the planes, but it is still growing, and you realise that the heart of glass is at least 5,000 f- feet long and is a giant capital-class planar vessel, as you see now at last the more of the hangar bay begin to appear on the side of the ship. How come we never knew it was so big before? Did we never see it from the outside? Not since you lost your memories. Oh. oh this big you've seen the bridge. Fly. You've only been on the bridge. And now, even as you get close, you see a glittering dome of glass high up on the now, ship that is no doubt the bridge. So we're this close. Can we talk to the ship now? Uh, yeah, you can faintly... The, the pulse has been growing and you can hear static and you can start to sort of make out a very distorted voice. All right, so let's get let's get to one of the the bays then. So there's only one, there's a huge hangar oh, bay get, on the let's side. Let's get into there. So on this side at least. So as you make your way, the ship glides into the hangar bay, which is huge, cavernous, like a, a giant auditorium. And it sort of rocks, splutters, and gently thumps down on what seems to be a giant, empty, deserted space. Um, There is dim emergency lighting, but otherwise it looks like the power has been turned off on the ship, and you can see staggered at intervals across the hangar bay what seem to be kind of mechanical shapes, and waiting with his arms crossed behind him, you can see backlit by this light the dark figure of a goblin in a black suit. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Is, is it? That's not who you're thinking of. Okay. Okay. That was misleading. (laughs) Just the way he said it, it sounded like it was... I'm not going to say And the lights flick on and you see a figure that you have not seen since the days of Freeside, a figure you first met in Chiba's regional headquarters for Horizon. It is that that security officer, Bobson Dugnut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if it isn't the Tardy Terrys. 
What took you so bloody long? I haven't seen you guys in weeks. And then all of a sudden we're here and we can't leave. Bobson. Yes, hello. Give me a coffee. Oh, no, right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks over. A to long a distance away, though. It's a huge <laughs> hangar. <laughs> and he's, he's talking to you as he goes, but he starts the long journey towards an espresso machine. Wait, is it is it a is it is it like a, a full barista setup or no, is it one of those pods. Nespresso pods? It's pods. <laughs> and he's talking as he goes. You want an affogato? Yes, please. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Anyway, I've got some pods here. Have you been? Where have you been? Where have we been? Where have you been? I've been down in the hangar. Wait, are you are you working for the? Are you working for? Oh gosh, Logan said something about your memories. You've been with us this whole time. What are you talking about? We've been sailing the bloody seven seas for, for six months. What seas? What? You know the planes. <laughs> how many though? Yeah, how many? Well, there's oh, one, two, three, four, five. I think that's nine of them. <laughs> so does he does he know Jeremy? No, he's never met Jeremy Scaleson. But the, he didn't fight with... No, um, he hasn't. You get the sense that Bobson, despite the fact that he thinks of himself as your comrade, has not been let out of the engines and hangars very much. So, right. oh, so Bobson doesn't know... Does Bobson know what's going on? Do, Bobson, do you know that this ship is impounded? It's impounded. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it might be. <laughs> no, they put big wheel clamps on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, where's... Um, Where's Wing Commander Pancakes? Uh, ho- I'm holding is, is, him. Yeah. But, oh, what's, what's wrong with him? Wing, Wing Commander. Wing Commander Pancakes? But, um, he's having a, a bit of a sleep under a leaf. Let me just see. Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. Because he wouldn't be dead because Friso... <laughs> Door and then he wouldn't is there just. A, is there a bed we can put him in, like a in a, a bed that's? In I don't a, think in a we should let him out of our sight. Not even in a freezer or something. Just, just <laughs> okay. I certainly that don't. That really think downgraded quickly. Is well, there not a bed, bed because <laughs> you'll get blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, the other thing is, like, I I don't know a whole lot about cryogenics, but I think you need like special liquid. I think if you just put a, a body in a freezer. Want all the water inside the cells yeah, expand, like and it'll, it'll well, just. Well, if you want, you can put him in his hummingbird. Well, I don't know what that is. What is that? And he walks over quickly to one of the mechanical shapes, and he presses a button. He taps a few buttons at a console next to it, and the emergency lights um, triple as lights slowly chuk, 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 open up, showing how deep this hangar is. And for the first time, you can see these shapes, and they're kind of the cross across between mechanical hummingbirds and spiders. And they're laid out in Sick. groups of 12, six of them along the length of the hangar. Are Each like, of them striped in different colors. Are, they, are these like legally distinct, but pretty much TIE fighters? Is that what we're dealing with here? Well, I would I would say more than that, more distinct than that, but thank you for um, <laughs> no, diminishing. No, I, I, just mean, I just mean, just to be clear, these are little ships that we can get in and go pew, 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 and like fly around <laughs> in and whatnot. Fuck yeah. Do you think Star Wars invented fighter planes? No, they're like spaceships. Like these are, these are... Yes, these look like star fighters. Fucking yes. <laughs> and as he, um, do, he I, do I feel like I could fly one of these? The one, absolutely <laughs> They're too small They're too small to fit you um, But one of them oh. Which is there, are, there is a yellow striped squadron And one of these craft At the front of it Which has been specially bedecked out With red and yellow stripes And then a shape of a crossed uh, skillet Across its nose 
Um, and can I also say that it has a little moustache? <laughs> and, and it has a little moustache, is there. And he pulls open, and you can see the life support were of this little fighter craft. Uh, so, and, and Jeremy says, Oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> well, yeah, he goes... You want to have a go, Jeremy? Bob goes... Uh, Bobby Pancakes, Lieutenant Pancakes, I should say, is, was the ace pilot of the Heart of Glass. He led Mop Top Wing across countless campaigns and missions. Cool. What a cool fact to know. <laughs> what will I do with this fact? I don't know. <laughs> Store it away. Jeremy's weird. You want you want to go in one or something? <laughs> no, Jeremy cannot fit. I cannot stress that enough. Mm. All right, let's, let's put Bobby's... But I just don't think we should let it out of our sight. Did you say those life supporting things that'll keep the body from rotting? Is that what you're saying? I said it, it has a obviously it's like void locked. It has a kind of life support system. All right, so let's let's put the let's put Bobby in there. But remember, we're not leaving here without. Remember where we parked. <laughs> <laughs> we were in yellow line. Oh, did you guys say that we were we were impounded? Yes. Yeah, no, that makes sense of something I saw the other day. What was that? Oh, the Orspitha crew in the bridge. Yeah? Well, they weren't you, were they? <laughs> you know, I popped up to see if anybody wanted an espresso. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I do that. Sometimes we get lonely down here, me and the crew. What's and his I... job? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm the... Um, I'm, oh. Spaceship <laughs> I'm, the spa- I'm the spaceship janitor. <laughs> I don't know. When I was beat, when I woke up here six months ago, you're the I wellness heard, officer. I heard the voice of Johnny PlayStation saying, "I've saved you," as an afterthought. <laughs> I didn't know why he added that. <laughs> and, uh, and and help help the dragon friends. And I thought, "Oh, we are all right." Yeah, because I thought I was going to die in an explosion. So that's a bit better. Bit better. So we had some adventures, <laughs> and that was nice. And, um, you start and to realise that he he has no moment in this story where he loses his memory. Well, how, oh. So, oh, because he didn't go on the special mission with us. What mission did we leave on when you last saw us? Uh, last saw you, that was a couple of weeks ago. You, 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 you were going to some sort of bazaar. And I remember I said, oh, how bazaar? And, um, and, uh, and, <laughs> bo- and, 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 uh, uh, the shark hole bazaar? Yeah, the shark hole bazaar. That's what it was. You were going to steal something, a, a sword or a, or a lance or something. And then, and, and, uh, there was an important thing that Logan's was saying about. Not uh, security scanning anyway. I had to go and cl- um, clog a toilet, so I did that. <laughs> he had to go <laughs> and clog a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was the toilet flowing too freely? <laughs> was the issue that the, the ship's no. plumbing couldn't deal with how free-flowing the effluent was from this toilet? <laughs> no. And you had to go and clog it. From which end were you clogging this? The sadder thing was is that he has so little to do that he actually has to make jobs for himself. So he goes and clogs the toilet and then like an hour later he comes back and goes, Oh, God, who did that? Well, it looks like it's another job for Bobson to clean. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was probably the last I saw you guys. And as he says that, he hands an immaculate um, espresso mac- uh, affogato to Filch. Yum. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so anyway, you know, that would explain, because I popped my head up and said, oh, who wants an espresso? Me. No, it was a, it's a story that I'm telling. All right. And he walks back. Anyway, and it was a bunch of people I didn't know. Now that I think about it, they're probably from Primus. Do you think, do you, when you look at them and you look at us, you've seen us fight before, do you think we could take them? Oh, if you're clever about it, I suppose. I mean, there's also the crew. And the big hippo, man. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, uh, the which, GIFs. Where, which crew? Us? 
Was it hippo men no. or rhino men? It was gifs. It was hippos. Hippos. Yeah. Um, no, no, not you guys. I mean the, the crew. The tinkers. Well, what? What? If, huh? if we want to unpound the... Sh- why have... If, Bobson, if we want to get this unimpounded, what do you recommend we do? Oh, gosh. I'd, I'd, there's probably some forms you got to fill out. <laughs> um, <laughs> do, do you have any poisoned espressos? No, all those pods are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, remind, remind me, by the way, when we do get unimpounded, we need more pods. <laughs> Just the poison ones? No, definitely not them. Whole crew. Crew goes crazy for Crew them. goes bloody nuts for them, going through them like that. But yeah, no, I mean, like, there's probably one of the people that you're outnumbered there, but if you include the crew, uh, one of the storm the bridge, I mean, yeah, 15,000 versus about 10. Oh, so this is a classic Dragon Friends Revolution situation. <laughs> we've, no, no, no. It's, we've run this playbook before. <laughs> there's no revolution. They're your crew. <laughs> Our crew? Yeah. And then, he, and then he... And then he... He presses some buttons on his crystal bracer and um, suddenly an alert stands. It's a, it's a ready alert and there's scrambling, scrambling as deck crews and fighter pilots scramble through. All of them deep gnomes that you recognise of the same race of the gnomes that you met in Ravenloft. Um, although each oh. of them in tiny jumpsuits. And as the deck crews all come through, they start quickly readying up the ships while fighter pilot gnomes banter at each other and then form quickly immaculate... Bantu, bantu, bantu. Immaculate <laughs> lines. Um, and as they all snap to attention in front of the four of you in rows of 12. Six, um, six rows of 12. Oh, so there's only... The, there's, these are the pilots. The, the pilots, well, the deck crews are still working on all the Fighters, ships. Fighters, I'll give you a shiny gold coin for every head of one of the impounders you bring me. Hop well, to it! Well, see, they... I can't believe you've forgotten the crew. Oh, that's... Well, that's, um, Tim. And, uh, that's, uh, Stephanie. It's 15,000. Yay! <laughs> we're going to have to do another induction if you can't remember. We're gonna okay, to... Mr. Right, start. Me name Phil, <laughs> my favourite animal is a rat. It's a rat. Stephanie? Uh, me Stephanie. Um, <laughs> me favourite animal um, is uh, one of those pangolins. <laughs> a, a what? A pangolin. This a is pe- a real... This a is, pangolin. This is a real roller coaster of Ben's... <laughs> Unintelligible voices. <laughs> no, he said pangolin. It's like a an aardvark that can climb a tree. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, science officer, freeth officer. They they answer to uh, Wing Commander Pancake, who's unfortunately deceased, obviously. So um, they're not going to take any orders from you. Oh. So this this is. So who's the next in rank? This is there? um this is his air group. They, these gnomes that now call themselves Tinker Gnomes. Um, oh. Answered to Lieutenant Pancakes in the. But in lieu of pancakes, who's next in line? Well, I'm the captain. Oh, yeah, right? that's true. So, so it's up to you to appoint a new flight marshal. Jeremy. Come on. Yes, we captain. Just met him. You ever flown uh, one of these babies before? As you say that, four of the engineer tinkers suddenly look at you and start measuring you frantically just to, to get ready in case Filch, depending on how Filch goes. Can someone measure me as well in case she picks me. Come on, oh, guys. Oh, go on, give them a measure. <laughs> <laughs> they look at you and shake their heads. <laughs> I have proficiency in many different craft. Uh, you, you done any leadership training? <laughs> 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 uh, I invented leadership. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
It's me, your captain. Hello. What's my favorite animal again? Rat. 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 <laughs> this is Jeremy. He's looking after Bobby's spot while Bobby has a very tactical think about the next move in his meditation plane. <laughs> his favorite animal is a. My favorite animal is the humble bunny. <laughs> and that's everything you need to know about your new flight commander, Jeremy Scaleson. One of the um, gnomes looks up and he says, it will take us some hours to construct a vessel capable of controlling your hideously large body. Don't you talk to him like that. No, no, it's hideous. <laughs> Tape two together and not a word out of you. Are you sure? Because if we make him one, it will be very good. If we, if we try to make two of them, he'll probably die in the void. <laughs> death. I invented death. Do it quickly. Okay. Do the good version. Do the one he likes. Make him his favourite plane. Bo- Bobson seems to be used to this. Yeah. He's like, you heard the captain. Uh, just do what we were going to do. <laughs> sorry, I didn't quote. What was Bobson's favourite animal? I, didn't, I need to complete this set. But this is, only, sorry, this is only the flight floor. So while you've been doing that, other groups have been assembling on the gantries above. You can see medical personnel. You can see more janitors and sort of wellness staff. You can also see um, rows and rows of security personnel. Um, all of them little tinker gnomes lining the sides of the hangar. Uh, uh, what, what, uh, what, is my job the secur- head of security? That's right. Uh-huh. Sci- aren't you a science officer? No, he's science. Woo! Wait, oh. was I science officer? Oh, no, sorry, navigator's um, head Sci- of security. Oh, science officer? Head science of security. Science officer. Science, science officer. officer. Yeah. Yeah. So head of security is one of the little gnomes who runs up and issues a crack salute to you, Filge. Hello. C- Captain, uh, reporting for duty. Yes. Um, well, everyone, I think, wants to meet the people they're bosses of. So can we make that happen, please? Uh-uh. Make it quick. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> And then he g- gathers the relevant people. So you get a group of um, uh, sciencey gnomes. All right, science boys. <laughs> what is science? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, however, um, get a team of of um, navigator acolytes, and the, these are sort of people that rub you in oils and place you on the throne, the navigation throne. <laughs> it's it's really more a trio of highly trained mop top masseuses. Um, wait, so have we take, we've taken over the ship now? No, no. you're in the hangar. But is the throne, there's a throne in so the hangar. So they, they just do that. Oh, okay, they don't they do don't, it right no, now. Yeah. Sorry, right, yeah. okay. All right, um, acolytes. Let's there's, three uh, of, there's three of them. You only, you only have three people. Out of 15,000. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what are your names? One of them looks real dumb. Yeah, all right. and they, they all look like they've probably done something to deserve this. <laughs> all right, the three of us get to know each other again. What are your names? Go. I am Monty. Monty? Uh, I am Clive. My name is Kevin. <laughs> Monty, Clive and Kevin. All right. I'd like to I'd like you to arrange yourselves in order of uh, expendability. <laughs> they all run to the very back of the hangar in a perfect line. <laughs> all right. I, we're going to need to. Uh, we're going to need to take this. Uh, we need to get to the, hang, the, the hangar. We need to get to the the bridge of the ship and take it over. You know, it's, they know where the bridge is, and it's yeah. They're but yeah, the navigators can show us how to get there, presumably. <laughs> the navigators in the own ships. <laughs> a gross, like waste of their skill. But yes, they they can. And, and presumably, they just point to the lift. <laughs> <laughs> Great work, navigators. Uh, all right. There'll be extra rum rations for you this evening. <laughs> Who is the best at fighting? 
and your security forces array themselves again. Uh, all right. I feel Each like of them holding tiny lightning guns. Now, why did cool. why did you let us get impounded? Secure. Who's the head of security? Hop, 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 and he runs forward again. You met him. Hello, yeah. just from before. Why did you let our ship get impounded? Well, I didn't have any orders. What? Well, surely there are standing orders you, to not you, let this ship get impounded. You work for the Council of Nine. The Admiral Steyer, head of the Primer Fleet, told us this ship is impounded by orders of the Council. We don't work for the Council no more. Oh. <gasps> There's like a muttering from all of them. Stop muttering! <laughs> and somebody's like, does this affect uh, Super Fund? Or <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, well, which one? Did, did you sign up with your own one or did you use the one that, your, that the we gave you when you signed up? Because if you have your own one, you'll keep it. But if you sign up for the one we gave you, oh, there's going to be a transition period. Sorry, never mind. I just realised I was imagined into existence six months ago by a mad god. So... <laughs> okay, well, just, just to check, if you want to go see Rachel in HR... Hello! <laughs> okay, new rules. Everybody line up if you need to see accounts receivable over here. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need. So we're gonna go fight the auspices. Yeah, but before that, we actually we need new tax <laughs> file everybody. The adventure never ends. <laughs> and if anyone, if anyone's got any sort of hex or help debts, they haven't paid off. Incredibly specific. All right. Um, so yeah, the, you can see this is still only six thousand or so because they can't all fit in the hangar. All right. Well, let's just storm. Shall we just? Shall we do a classic storm? Storm the bridge. The Storm the bridge. The Everyone, well, this is the only democratic thing we'll do. Who wants to vote for Storm the bridge? I. Okay, who's against? And all of the security force put their hand up. But all security right. force, we outnumber them. What's your What's your reticence? Woo, new word. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they just fly into me head. <laughs> they, they, they look unsure and he goes, but, but you told us that we serve the council. You this would be this would be a mutiny. I just told you we don't serve the council. You don't listen to past Filge. She doesn't know what she's talking about. You listen to your captain in the present. Me. Make a intimidation check for me, Filge. You bet I will. <laughs> DC. They're quite pathetic. So DC thirteen, and you don't have you're not exhausted, so just normal roll. Thirteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. They look at you, and then as one, they all salute. And as they salute with their thumbs, they click buttons on headbands that they're wearing, which then fall down into half-face blast visors. Cool. And they all go... Very cool. They all go, hoorah! <laughs> and then they scream. What? They, what? they all go, hoorah! Hoorah! And, and then they stream into the elevators, which they suddenly open up more Not and more of them. Not too many at once! And <laughs> they stream up the elevators as fast as they can, leaving you in the hangars. Uh, They're just gonna do that for us? I don't know. Let's check. Let's check in with um. What's our computer's name again? Oh, Logins. Logins. Logins, you around? Logins. Oh, okay, guys. Boop, boop, boop. Hey. Hey. Uh, can you just give us a progress update on the bridge? Yep. Sure. Just look at the bridge now. It's the old um. It's the uh, the blokes are taking the ship. That's oh, hang on. There's some of the other oh, security forces. What are they? All right. So they're trying to open. For, right. So. Sorry, it's just a bit hard to keep up. So they've all been, um, what's it, massacred. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Just sort of one after the other, um, just sort of getting right, mowed on. down in one. A couple of horsemen are dying here and there. I'd say it's a ratio of about oh, 60 to 70 security force. Yeah. One horse. I thought we outranked the 15,000 to 10. Yeah, they've got really good weapons, though. So, I mean, it'll probably be, oh, Ooh, 
Yeah. No, a few more auspices have fallen. This is fine. But the, you tell you what, you know, it's weird. The, the lifts are now, they're kind of being clogged with bodies. So, and in some ways that's a... Ta- I told them not to fill up the lifts too much. Uh, some of them are using the bodies as cover, so that's kind of good. And then one, two, three. Uh. Ah, that's the last auspice gone. Oh. Yeah. Do you All want right. a casualty report? Uh. No, uh. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um... Uh, do you want me to get rid of these corpses? No, no, Bobson! <laughs> Bobson, I've got a job for you. <laughs> Are you as Bobson's good? like, have you seen my girlfriend, Stephanie? <laughs> I'm going to have to report you to HR for that one. <laughs> Bobson, are you as good at unclogging lifts as you are toilets? Well, I'm pretty bloody good at unclogging toilets. <laughs> Right. Oh boy! Uh, an hour, it's an hour or so later when you make your way to the bridge, which is immaculate. The um, the Bobson's crew has done a good job. Bobson's crew has done a good job at hiding from you the unbridled massacre. Um, I would uh, probably about seven hundred deep gnomes have died, uh, but the bridge is yours, and the heavily armed Orspiser crew has have all been destroyed and they're laid out with body, in body bags, 10 of them on the ground. They're strange weapons by their sides. Ooh, and in them. front get of them, them, the bridge um, thro- throne, which you can see is wrapped in chains with a kind of mechanical device humming on it. Um, all right, I'm going to take some of them auspice weapons. What do I get, Dave? You get 10 um, spectral lances. Distribute one each to the crew, please. The important crew. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the important crew? Is that... Is that it's, it's Jeremy, Jeremy, Field, Frizo, Baston. Oh, we've got six more. Hello! Oh, uh, yeah, Bobson, here you go. Oh, that's nice. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Clive. I'd like to uh, Oh, yeah, oh. probably best for self defense against Frizo. Clive, you get one. <laughs> All right. Um, Kev- Kevin. Wait, who's the dumb one? That's oh, me. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you. All right. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to give yours to Clive. Mm-hmm. You're in charge of this, Clive, okay? Yeah, and okay. Monty's just happy to be here. <laughs> uh, so we've got like three it. more and they'll go to the security forces. <laughs> Dave, Which they use to erect a monument to their fallen comrades. Dave, I want to use... Baston's going to use his spectral lance to shoot the chain thing <laughs> that's holding the... Is that going to blow up the ship, though? Are you... Well, I want it to... I want let, let, let's just have... Wait, what, it's just oh, if only we had a lockpick. Fuck! All right. <laughs> what if we just... What if I just use it to jimmy it a little bit? Okay. You break one of the spectral oh, lances. Fuck. Oh, give um, us another. All right, no. <laughs> no, no. You <laughs> broke your... Clive, you broke... Oh, no. Baston broke his. Yeah. No, Baston so broke his spectral lance, but you use an incredibly delicate and powerful god weapon um, to jimmy off the Orspex, <laughs> which clatters to the ground and suddenly the room spins up with power as the power floods back onto the ship and the face of Logan is there. Oh, oofy doofy. <laughs> what a couple of days. Where have you guys been? People been keep here. asking us that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we, 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 we've, we don't, just so you know, we no longer work for the Council of the Nine, all right? So oh, I'm going to have to change for super. <laughs> <laughs> Go see Rachel in HR. She's got all the forms. I think Bobson just cleaned up the corpse of Rachel. Why would we send Rachel into battle? She's in HR. <laughs> uh, this ship is powered. That's her twin sister, Stephanie. <laughs> Logan, Logan says, look, the ship's, the ship's powered up again. 
We can jump if you want, but the moment we do, they're going to bloody know. They'll realize we're not part of the bubble, and Styre will be on your feet again. But you've got a second. You can jump anywhere you want right now. Yeah. Oh, I heard about Bobby, by the way. That's... Oof. Uh, <laughs> we need to get to. I, I we want to get, get to Titania. Titania. Rescue Bobby. So she's on Prime. Let's go oh, there then. You're that, there. That's where we are. We're here. Where we're where we're at. We. Can we send Bobby's? Can, do the ship self steer, Jeremy? Do the ships? Does yeah. his little Tie Fighter steer itself? Uh, What's it called, these are very new to me. I, so, so uh, Jeremy's ship is still being repaired. The other ships, yeah, they're little fighter pilots, but also your crystal braces blink up again. And he says you could use them to travel, but that would give the same signature. If you go down to the Prime now, Steyer's going to know that the auspices are dead and the ship has been taken. Here's my idea. And he'll just take the ship again unless you make me blink. Okay, so we've got to jump, but before we do, let's stick a note on Bobby's head and send him to Tita- and send the ship to Titania. Like his little, his little hummingbird. Yeah. Uh, you talk to the engineers, confer, and they go, well, I suppose we could pilot it remotely. Yes. But what would the notes say? And one of them very delicately puts a post-it and pulls out a quill. <laughs> uh, 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 I am dead. <laughs> please fi- uh, res- undead? Un- <laughs> please make undead. And at that point he yep. sighs and pulls out... <laughs> Pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> send it, send it. We've only got a second. <laughs> and the hummingbird <laughs> flies up. It's and at that moment, <laughs> alarms start to blare um, to? all over the ship because the signature has been registered by the Primer fleet. And Logan says, we really have to jump now. Guys, we yeah. really got to jump. All right. You know where we're going. I, I heard... Where well, Fri- Frieza's Fri- in charge of navigation, so yeah. Frieza, where are we going? We're going to the Deadlands, baby. And Logan goes, good enough for me. And the whole space goes white as the ship jumps once again with Steyr in fast pursuit as the Dragon Friends at last are back on the Heart of Glass and on their way. Poor Bobby already hurtling down to <laughs> some kind of necromantic ritual <laughs> that the Dragon Friends have unwittingly asked for. <laughs> And Bobson and the Tinker Gnomes at their side for hundreds of Tinker Gnomes died this day. And I would like to say that their names will be sung on in the songs of heroes. But that is not the fate of Tinker Gnomes. Theirs is but to die and not know why, for they serve the dragon. Friends, thank you. The Dragon Friends are me, Eden Lacey, Alex Lee, Michael Hing, and Simon Griner, and are DM'd by Dave Harmon, with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Shakira Khan designs our website, the podcast is mixed by Beth McMullen, and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre. Music this episode was by Dan and Liam Scarrett. See you soon! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.